Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. What's up, everybody? You are listening to another episode of Life in English. I'm your host, Tony Kaizen. In this episode, I'm going to talk to you about a concept called comparison fallacy. It's something I came across in the book, The Personal MBA by Josh Kaufman. If you'd like to read a transcript of this episode, you can go to lifeinenglish.net forward slash EP78. All right, my friend, let's get into this episode. So first, I'm going to read a passage from Josh's book about the comparison fallacy. After that, I'll explain any vocabulary that I imagine might be difficult to understand or that you simply never heard before. And that'll be it for the episode. All right. Now, if you want to read along with me, if you want to read this passage as I read it to you, you can go to lifeinenglish.net forward slash EP78. Click on the link on that page and uh, it'll take you to Josh Kaufman's website where you can read the passage that I'm about to read to you. Okay. so I just want to make it clear, as always, the words I'm about to read, this passage that I'm about to read, they're not my words. I did not create this content or anything like that. I don't own it. I'm just reading something from someone else's book. All right. Cool. So, my friend, let's get started. All right. What is the comparison fallacy? The comparison fallacy assumes that it's possible to compare your skills, priorities, goals and results with other people in an accurate and useful manner. Other people are not you and you are not other people. You have unique skills, goals and priorities. In the end, comparing yourself to other people is silly, and there's little to be gained by it. The only metric of success that matters is this. Are you spending your time doing work you like with people you enjoy in a way that keeps you financially sufficient? Josh Kaufman explains the comparison fallacy. In business and in life, it's easy to compare your situation to others. Status-seeking ensures that we spend energy tracking our relative status to our peers, and most of the time, our conclusions aren't favorable. We tend to fixate on what other people are accomplishing instead of what we need to do next to achieve our goals. When other people we know accomplish big things, 
It's easy to feel sad for ourselves instead of happy for their achievements, as if their success diminishes us in some way. It doesn't. The comparison fallacy is a simple idea. Other people are not you, and you are not other people. You have unique skills, goals, and priorities. In the end, comparing yourself to other people is silly, and there's little to be gained by it. Here's an example. One of my friends is very successful in business and makes about 10 times what I make each year. He has received a lot of public recognition for his work. His products sell well and he enjoys his success. There's a lot to envy. Here's the other side of the coin. My friend works 12 hours a day, sometimes more. He doesn't have a family. He has a large staff that requires constant attention and his business's overhead is over 10 times mine. He's overwhelmed with email, phone calls, and meetings. He's under tremendous stress almost all the time. It's easy to see the benefits of my friend's life, and just as easy to overlook the trade-offs. That's the trick. He is successful in certain areas because he works very hard, and he's willing to pay the price of his success. If I could swap lives with my friend, I wouldn't. I'd be miserable. His life doesn't mesh with my priorities or how I prefer to live and work. The benefits he enjoys appeal to me, but I'm not willing to pay the price he's paid for achieving them. Remembering the comparison fallacy allows me to wish him well and stay focused on achieving the goals that are most important to me. I can be genuinely happy for his success and not waste my energy on pointless envy. The same trick works in any situation that has the potential of inflaming feelings of envy or inferiority. Whenever you're tempted to compare yourself to an acquaintance, colleague, classmate, or celebrity, it always helps to keep in mind that your goals, preferences, and priorities are completely different. You've lived different lives, and you each pay different prices for what you've accomplished. Any comparison you make instantly renders itself invalid, so you can relax. The only metric of success that matters is this. Are you spending your time doing work you like, with people you enjoy, in a way that keeps you financially sufficient? If so, don't worry about what other people are doing. If not, focus on making changes that are within your locus of control so you can start moving in the direction you desire. Remember the comparison fallacy and keep moving closer to what you want. So at this point in the passage, Josh Kaufman has some questions about the comparison fallacy. Number one, how often do you compare yourself to other people? What do you tend to compare? Number two, What can you do to remind yourself about the comparison fallacy whenever you notice yourself feeling envy or anxiousness? Now, at this point in the passage, the last thing on this page is an interesting quote that I'd like to read to you. Never compare your inside with someone else's outside. This quote comes from Hugh McLeod. I'm not sure how to pronounce his name, but he's the author of the book, Ignore everybody. So I'm going to say it again. Never compare your inside 
with someone else's outside. And just in case that's not completely clear, maybe because of the way it's written or something like that, another way you could say that is basically never compare your life, what's going on internally or in your world, with something that you perceive to be happening in someone else's world. Because you will never be on someone else's inside or in someone else's world, have someone else's life experience. So you from the outside perceive them to be happy, successful, rich, energetic, extroverted, you know, whatever it is, whatever positive qualities that you see or perceive, that's only one side of the coin, right? You're only seeing the outside of the house. You have no idea what it looks like inside. They could be bursted pipes. Everything's fucking dirty. There's dog shit everywhere. You know what I'm saying? No beds to sleep on. No lights or electricity. You have no idea. So don't compare what's going on in your life to what's going on in someone else's life because you'll never really know. So it doesn't make sense to try and make that comparison, you know? All right. So now that we've finished the passage, I'm just going to share really quickly some vocabulary from the passage that I think could be useful and that maybe is not easy to understand the first time you hear it. And just like in the last episode, after reading this passage again out loud, I kind of realized that there might be a lot more stuff that I could explain that might be confusing to you. But like I said in the last episode, if you have any questions at any time, feel free to send me a message at lifeinenglish.net. Or you can hit me up on Instagram at English with Kaizen. All right. Cool. Now let's run through these words really quick. The first one, status seeking. Status seeking is simply looking for opportunities to increase or improve your social status. Next, ensure. E-N-S-U-I. No, I fucked that up. Scratch that. Ensure. E-N-S-U-R-E. Jesus. Ensure basically means make certain that something will occur or make sure that something will be the case. So if I need to ensure that my kids get to school, it's a strange sentence, but it basically just means make sure or be certain that my kids actually get to school. Okay. So, So to ensure means to make sure or to make certain of something. Hopefully that makes sense. Uh, Peers, P-E-E-R-S, peers. Your peers are similar to your colleagues. It's just another word for colleagues or the people around you. All right, so don't compare yourself to your peers. It's the same thing as saying don't compare yourself to the people around you. Fixate, fixate, F-I-X-A-T-E. Now the Google definition is to cause someone to acquire an obsessive attachment to someone or something. But a more natural way of explaining this word basically just means to focus all of your attention on someone or something, almost to the point where it becomes obsessive. But it's not necessarily a bad thing when I say obsessive. Like you might fixate on a point on a screen. You might fixate on a goal or an objective, which means it's like laser focus. All of your attention is just focused on this one thing and nothing else. Right? It's fixed in a certain position. The next word is tremendous, tremendous, T-R-E-M-E-N-D-O-U-S, tremendous. Tremendous is just another word that means very great in amount, scale, or intensity. So it just means a lot, a great amount. So a tremendous amount of energy is just a very, very, very large or great amount of energy. All right. The next word is overlook. One word, overlook. 
to overlook something just means to not notice something, right? Literally look over it, you know, as if it's not there, as if you can't see it. So you might overlook physical objects or you might overlook, you know, occurrences, situations, something that happened. You just ignore it. You don't see it. And sometimes it's on accident. Sometimes it's on purpose. Okay. Overlook. The last word on the list is envy. E-N-V-Y. Envy. Envy is a feeling of discontented or resentful longing aroused by someone else's possessions, qualities, or luck. Now, that definition is from Google. So another way to say that is a feeling of um, discontent or resentment or unhappiness or something like that when you see someone else's success, someone else's possessions, someone else's qualities. So you might see somebody driving down the street in a Ferrari and just internally you feel almost bad about yourself because you don't have that Ferrari. Or you see somebody that's really extroverted and great at speaking and talking to people And that makes you feel inferior or unhappy with yourself. And that feeling that you get is called envy. All right? Cool. Well, that's it for this episode, my friend. If you've uh, made it to the end, I want to thank you for not only your time, but also your attention in this instant gratification world. All right? Hopefully you enjoyed the show. This is the Life in English podcast. I'm your host, Tony Kaizen. And I'll talk to you later. Peace! Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello? Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.